Welcome to This Game Where, the only podcast in 4K resolution. I'm Chris, and over there is... Me, Ashley. Hello. How are you, Ashley? I'll oh, don't do this again. Come on. Doesn't even work when you haven't asked a question, does it? I said, how are you? Or no, are you I know right? you did, but I, I bead quiet. Bead. I did silence, didn't mm. I? And you're supposed to ask the question, and then I, I thought I'd try and mix it up some more, but I don't know. I think I've lost the thread on this whole yeah. concept. I think as a format point, I suggest dropping it. You suggested dropping it last week, and actually it made me want to just do it again. Yeah, so, but okay, it's now, it's now a, a formal request in writing. Drop it. Well, if I get a formal request in writing, then I'll consider it. Right. Cool. You, you done much this week? Uh, I haven't done much this week. Uh, no. No, I Great. don't really do m- much of stuff. Do you do stuff? I do some stuff. This and that. Bit of a dabble. Uh. That sounds nice. Yeah, it sounded questionable. I'm going to go straight into the game then because uh, I'm losing the will to live. This week we are playing yeah. this this game where you construct buildings. You're constructing against other constructors in a constructive way. Um, I mean, the problem here is I know what the game is. You weren't supposed to say that. And I'm. I really want to. You know, I want to follow through on the conceit that I don't know, but I do know. It's really, it's not easy to, it's not easy to pretend. So, I th- is this the first time I told you what game I was doing ahead of schedule? I'm not sure, but I'm definitely struggling with it. So, the the reason being, I told Ashley earlier, okay, get this game today, because within it's on sale at the moment, and it's, the sale finishes in six hours, so get it now, ready to play later on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's a little peek behind the curtain. Save me some money. And also context, do it. Oh, yeah, a bit of context. A bit of the old context. It's um, it's a game called Constructor, which it I've is. never actually heard of. I, I've i heard you talk about it in the past, but I'd never heard of it. Kind of from what I can gather from the very few bits that I've seen about it, it looks like some kind of weird SimCity gangster game. Yeah, that's pr- pretty much pretty much what it is as well Mm. so that's good um it is an isometric cross between a real-time strategy and a man sim management simulator that released on late in late 97 to early 98 on pc mac and playstation one and as you said is a combination of um sort of sim city building and also gangsteriness as you as you Building up troops for for what well, the, the reasons being that you're you're trying to well that's that's the, the game. The elevator pitch I found on the internet was that you you're running a construction company in a place where real estate is up for those who want to develop it first and where everything is allowed in order to get rid of the competition. So you've got the building, but you've also got to do everything you can to get rid of the competition, which involves at times doing some shady deals with the mafia. Yeah. Did you play many Mafia games? Well, like the Mafia games, Mafia 1 and Mafia 2. No, well, they are the ones that, they're ones that exist, uh, but there were other ones. I, I, so the thing that it brought to mind was a game from 2001 called Gangsters 2. It, and that was a mobster sim. Did you ever see that? No. No. What, what happened it, to Gangsters 1? You went straight to 2. I, I, 
No, no. Oh, I, I def, I went straight to yeah. I, yeah, that's how games worked in the olden days, didn't it? And actually, how they work now. Everyone's playing Baldur's Gate three. Nobody's played Baldur's Gate. All these people playing Baldur's Gate three. Like ten percent of them have played Baldur's Gate. It's um, right, it's just the way games work. So, you know, all my media works that way. People jump in in the middle. Mad people. So Gangsters two, you played that. Yeah, Gangsters 2 is similar, like isometric. Um, what on earth are you drinking? It's um barley juice thing. Right. Okay, What's carry it? on. Strawberry and something or other. Barley mm. juice. It's it uh, purple in the light then. It looks very lurid and suggestive. Oh, nice. It's it's Robinson's. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Far far away from lurid. Carry on. Yeah. Um can't remember what it was oh yeah you like you you were a gangster who then tried to become a mob boss and you controlled lots of other gangsters and tried to build up a gangster family it was interesting i remember enjoying it but i don't know how it'll hold up we'll play it at some point yeah but this seemed to bring that to mind when i saw well that there was a, a few sequel, bits. just to jump ahead to the second part uh, there was a, there was a sequel that came out in 1999 which was basically that the same as what you're doing now. You're building stuff and also creating links with the mafia in order to take on the competition. But it was set in America in the 1920s, thereby bringing the mafia aspect very much to the fore. So yeah. that would have been contemporaneous, I guess, to what you're talking about there. So seems like 1990,000 was the, the, the golden age of mafia games. Yeah, I don't know why. Very I always, odd. I always found the... Uh, in Animaniacs, there was the the series where it's the pigeons. Do you remember those? I remember the pigeons, yeah. Because that was all like one of them was based on Marlon Brando and The Godfather, and like you know, way over children's well, way over my head, and certainly I imagine yeah. most children's heads. I, I just I don't understand what what they were going for with that as a as a cartoon, personally. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a rubbish anecdote because I can't remember any of the specifics, but I That's I remember. A good way to start. Just last week, I was watching a thing, and it was doing exactly the same thing, like a new children's program, but it was all really weirdly old references, like really old. I I don't understand. But without the the con knowing what the the show was or anything, maybe it's for the adults, maybe it's for the, the parents that are watching along, like well for them to be like, huh, that's a thing no. I've seen once. Nah, nah. I don't know what it is. It feels it felt lazy in that situation. Animaniacs mm. less so, but anyway. So the game constructor, uh, con- yeah. constructor mm. is developed by System Three, which are a British development team based in London. They started in 1982, and their back catalogue involves an awful lot of karate games, a lot more karate games than even existed, as well as the Putty series of games, which includes Putty Squad on the SNES, uh, which is a game I'd kind of vaguely heard, remember hearing people talking about back in the day, and um, they they seem like a, a good bunch of guys. The game was published by Acclaim Software as well. So... Leading into the aim of the game, then, as I've already talked about, the aim of the game is to drive the other construction companies out of business, and you have to do this by being basically the big dog, like trying to take them down. And the game cycle revolves around a, a bit of a loop in order to achieve that. So you have to build facilities to manufacture building materials, for example, sawmills, concrete works, etc., in order to produce the materials to build houses in order to house tenants 
Tenants then pay rent. Tenants can also be employed within your company, the sawmill, the concrete works, and then you can then get bigger and better of those, which means you can build more houses, which means you get more tenants, etc., etc. Exciting. Well, it does sound quite dry, but apparently the game is very funny. So, um, mm, who some, said that? Some, well, quite a few of the reviews I I saw cited that, and the the, the box art is this really garish yellow, and the it always always has four characters on, and they're done in, in a very cartoony way. And one of them is a hippie. I'll explain why the hippie's there in, in a bit. But um, yeah, humour comes through. I can't quite remember for reasons I will explain in a bit. I've um, I've got a question. Can I ask you a question? You can. So I've just uh, while we've been talking, I've been absent-mindedly googling bits and bobs. And one of the things that I am reading here says that Constructor Two was announced in April 1998, which is fine. I don't know if you said that. I can't remember. Uh, But then it follows that up with it would have players visiting the wasteland of an alien planet. Yeah, that's Constructor Two. The the mafia game I was talking about is like a almost constructor 1.5 it wasn't the full sequel it was a, a uh, sort of a sub sequel okay was it mob rule it was mob rule yes okay okay so um the i, I looked at it a bit more into the gameplay the whole idea of building facilities to manufacture things to make houses and so on and um the the way the game starts reads somewhat questionably in 2023 so what you make of this so you start at the bottom and i can't i don't know if this quote from the game itself or from what i read on the internet you start at the bottom end of the social ladder building cheap and inefficient houses to slobs and i think slobs is an in-game term slobs reproduce quickly thereby giving you more workers more quickly how do you feel about that as a gameplay choice well chavs hadn't been invented at this point had they so they hadn't he says taking a big sip of his robinsons (laughs) (laughs) no i i i yeah no i mean it's not ideal is it? It, it it's not it doesn't sit well and, and that makes me worried about this whole oh this game's actually quite funny because that presumably is part of the part of its humor yeah the the humor being the mockery of those people which is not, the, those not, not people great. Look, well yeah. the working class well the, the the cheap the cheap and easy tarring them all with the same brush like the, you know, the, the Wayne Slob sketch from Harry Enfield is, the, is one that gets trotted yeah. out as being emblematic of this sort of thing and it's you know, just that it's it's late down with this sort of thing yeah precisely down with it I say yeah precisely um, you're then able once you've kind of got your factories full of slobs that have reproduced for you that you are then able to task the slobs to build more and better houses uh, to move up the next rung of the social ladder and provide houses for the people on the next rung of the social ladder and you move up and move up from there you're also at the same time that's the kind of the, the sim city aspect the rts side of it comes in because you're fighting against other construction companies that are building on the land at the same time as you so what you can do is you can also build houses for and again i think this is the term used in the game you build houses for undesirables 
examples being hippies, gangsters, ghosts, thugs and thieves and you can use their different powers and abilities to go and do things against your opponents which gave me kind of vibes of like dungeon keeper evil genius where you're getting you're you're getting gangs to go and do jobs for you yeah but yeah um yeah i just looked again i just looked system three up to see where they were based because this feels very much in the in the american um hmm. In the American mold of of like social hierarchy, but then I I suppose slobs is probably not an Americanism. That's probably actually very rooted in British. Slang. Well, yeah, well, Wayne so Slob. I could have guessed that. Yeah, they're they're based in London, so yes. I I don't know. It makes me wonder about their backgrounds because uh, I I don't think I'm not sure I would have been particularly comfortable with any of those terms. No. The, the notion that there's undesirables and all that. Mm. And um. I think I think the hippies, I think the humour comes in from having someone with long hair sort of going like, peace man, that sort of thing, which uh, we, we talked about the, the mafia reference points. Like, that's a reference point that I have, don't think I've ever met someone who actually does that, but it's something I understand as a, as a concept. And I mm. think the humour is, is going to be from, huh, that, that thing. Um, I don't know the the proof the proof will come we will see. Uh, equally, the opponents can do same same things to you, so they can send hippies over to your turf to do whatever it is the hippies do. Not quite sure, and you therefore need to create police patrols. And as you move up the social ladder, you can then start building schools, hospitals, parks to keep the tenants happy. As you're moving up to the the let's be honest, the middle classes of the social ladder that the game has prescribed as being a moving up that that's what you do and that's mm. where the sim city aspect comes in from what i from what i understand of it in that that's your your city building side of it cool. so yeah it was originally planned back in 1990 interestingly where it was they planned to create a game that involved making a colony on a new planet and it got scaled way back and during development Warner were going to publish the but their games department was struggling with their finances so a claim made system 3 a better offer which they took mm. the um the cover art has got a man in a gimp mask Yes, now that is an interesting point. So that the the cover artist is really garish yellow, and in different territories, it's got it's got four characters on wherever you you're, you are playing it. Mm. But the character is different, or some of the characters are different depending on which console and which territory in. So in, well, this is the German cover, exactly. In the UK, you've got I think it was a, a gangster, a hippie, a thug, or a slob, one or the other, and someone else, and in. Interesting, in Germany, the, the third person on the slob character is replaced by someone wearing what can only be described as a gimp mask. So it's interesting that they decided to change that character for the German market to wear a gimp mask and mm. the, the conclusions that one can draw from that. On the back is an old man, a man with a cigar and a clown and a big bug. Yes, yeah, there's cockroaches in some capacity as well. But it's that really garish yellow. That's the thing that I remember really is is that that funny shade of yellow they've used all, all over the box. So that leads me nicely into kind of my personal memory of it is that this might be a first of the podcast in that this might be a game I didn't actually play. Oh, it's not a first. You've done this before. You've Have done I? this before. When yeah, did I, do I can't it? remember what game. I can't remember what game, but I remember... This being a thing. 
Right. I've well, not actually played this game. <laughs> well, that's the so I I might have played a demo because it sounds like the sort of game, and I, and I even looked today. You know, was there a demo of this game? And I found a website that where you can you can play the demo it's online. So it might have been something I played on a cover disc. I never had the game itself. I must play the demo. But when the game came out, my uncle was getting PC Gamer or PC Format. I was getting the PC magazine, and I remember there being a. a big advertising campaign where posters not posters adverts for the game were appearing over multiple issues over multiple months and a review popped up in one issue that made it sound like my cup of tea the man sim and the humor and all that so that might have then just in my head planted this thing that i've that's made me think i've played it from reading the review and seeing these these adverts maybe i played the demo i really don't know hmm Okay, that's all right. So I, I don't know how. I, I think you think that I don't approve, or maybe won't approve. But I think there are games in my conscious that I kind of have a relationship with, but it's a very tangential relationship. One of them is the Bonanza Brothers on oh, the right, Mega the, Drive. Do you know the Bonanza side-scrolling Brothers? fighting game? It's sort of a side-scrolling fighting game. I've since played it, but my experience of, of that game was we used to go and stay with my great auntie in Hull uh, for a, a week or two during some holidays, and we had cousins there. And one of the cousins had a Mega Drive, and I saw the I saw the box for Bonanza Brothers on the side in his bedroom and was like, oh, that looks like a Lego game. Right. And... And, uh, you know, that was it. I wanted to play it, and it stuck in my head for decades, like literal decades before I actually played it. Just was like, oh, the box done. art. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I had a relationship with that, but it was, a, it was like a negative space relationship. Like, <laughs> the absence was my relationship with it. <laughs> and this is one where it was a couple of years ago, I saw the game, it was one of the big old PC boxes. It was in a charity shop for 50p. Mm. And I saw it oh, and, I was, and was like, oh, blimey, that game. I remember that. And then looking at it, do I remember this? Or is it that I remember the memory of it? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Yes. It, so, yeah. I might have played it. I might not have done it. I'm quite looking okay. forward to, you to, might find to out. trying it because of the, the mansim, the humour aspect. It sounds like a, a mm. slice of me. So, there we go. Should we give it a go then? Mm. Yeah, all right then. A quick one. What a pile of... Poopy poop. Wow. Coming in hard and heavy. Poopy poop. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't not say so. No? I just had to give it both barrels. Both barrels. Poopy poop. Whoa. Don't hold back. What's it's a, is bad. It, was, was there anything you liked about it at all? Um, no. Like, yes. Yes. But only because it it kind of was operating in the same spaces or the games that I would actually play. Okay, so before I start talking, I I'm now having played it. I 
don't think I did play it back in the day. I think this is that's completely good. new. That's de- yeah, that's definitely in line with the with the format. It's yep. good. It's fine. Everything's fine. The, Bonanza Brothers. Just think of Bonanza Brothers. Actually, think of Bonanza Brothers. It's fine. That there were times where I thought was that familiar, but I think it might just been from screenshots and and stuff like that. Um, I, yeah. I liked. I liked that there was no hand-holding because I went and started playing the game and then got confronted by a sea of menus and options and buttons click and I was having to figure out what to do for myself and initially I was very unsure about that even to the extent where I uh, quit back out to the main menu to see if there was a tutorial or anything there wasn't so I then went back yeah. into the game itself um, actually I think that's probably quite good because you're then just being forced to learn and go through and figure out for yourself um, I think that's good, but also there is just so much to understand and get to grips with that it then just became, I was just clicking and kind of figuring things out kind of just by default, like, oh, okay, that does that, therefore that means I can do that now, which mm. I guess there's an element of learning there, but it wasn't a particularly fun way of learning. It was, ha- it was, it was being forced to learn. Yeah, I didn't mind that. It was if you had the manual, you could read the manual, but true, we didn't have time to go reading manuals, and we I figured most of it out. Everything that I needed to figure out, I figured out, except for how to make gangs of workers. And I only think that was actually the time, the point that I started to think I'm gonna have to stop playing this because I think what happened was. I got myself into a situation or I ended up in a situation. Maybe I didn't get myself into it, but I ended up in a situation where I didn't have the resources to be able to get a foreman. A foreman requires you to have four workers and I only had four workers. So if I'd got a foreman, I then wouldn't have had any workers and I wouldn't have been able to work, make a work gang. Work gangs are vital for building properties. So yeah, I was in I was in a bit of a, a catch twenty two there because I needed a foreman, but I also needed workers and couldn't have both. This three. all happened because three of my houses exploded, and weirdly, three of my houses exploded at the same time, or almost to the second. It was a very odd timing, which makes it feel like it was kind of intended, even if it wasn't possibly. I was trying my best to make sure my tenants were happy, though, but I was, I was upgrading their front rooms. I was giving them double glazing because I had tenants complaining about the noise from the factory. Okay, so let's put some double glazing in. That'll keep you happy. Um, but, yeah, even so, this, the house is still... Well, one, one blew up and the fireballs from that, the fallout from that then set fire to other houses. And uh, then there was a large cockroach walking around. I'm not sure what's going on there. But I had the same oh. situation as what you said, where as what you just said, where... I've, I can't make a gang because I, I haven't got a foreman because I'm going to have workers. And that is such an integral part of the game. The game's called Constructor. If I've got people to construct, then I can't do any constructing. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, what, I, the he- I, what the heck? Yeah, what the Sam heck? I couldn't figure out what to do. So, yeah. I had it. I I could see I could see the shape of the game. I just wasn't really engaged with the game. The, I think it, that's not fair on, on me again. I don't think so. I didn't get to a point where I wanted to be engaged with the game. And despite seeing the path, despite seeing the trajectory it was going to take, so at the point that I stopped playing, I could build different types of houses and that would have allowed me to get different uh, types of people to live in those houses. But 
Um, I just didn't have the will to want to do it. And I think one of the things that was really dragging it down for me was the pace of things and the fact that you, well, let's take these separately. So the pace of things, it was very slow. Yep. It, everything moved at a, a glacial speed and that was difficult to, to deal with. In uh, hand in hand with that was um, that everything took forever to do. So in order to build a house, I had to click about 10 times mm. and that yeah, it was, process it was, was position the blueprint. And then it was then click to confirm that. And then it was then place the house within the, the frame of the land it was in and then click to confirm that. And then when you've done that, you've then got to then click into the menu for the house to send the workers to go over and actually build the house. Yep. And, and add a few more clicks on because you had to navigate into a menu to build the house in the first place. True. And there was two or three clicks in there as well. So it, it was all very strung out and it wasn't particularly that great in terms of engaging me. The problem was compounded because when I built a house, it felt very inconsequential. <laughs> like I'd built a house. I don't feel like a constructor. I feel like a hobbyist. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it didn't didn't offer me any reward, really. It didn't feel like I was getting the requisite reward for doing construction. The thing, my, my main thing is what you just kind of touched on there is how everything was obfuscated behind menus. And, and obviously that's that's a key tenet of Mansims, but this is just menus upon menus, layers and layers and quite difficult to understand from the little pictorial representations of each one and you hovered mm. over each thing and a brief text explanation would pop in the bottom left, co- bottom left corner but that would come up only after about if you noticed it was about half a second for it to then come on so i was mm. having to hover over things and then pause just for that time for the text to come up i know it sounds like a little minor thing but it's things like that that then stifled my interaction with the game because i was trying to figure it out a half second at a time rather than having a fluid experience same same and then, and then once i built the houses and started getting tenants in and the, the tenants as i intimated in the first half the tenants the representations of each of them are questionable at, at best when i got them in as i said I, I then started getting complaints about the noise and things like that and then trying to figure out how to actually remedy that I, I don't yeah. think I, I even figured it out. I think I, I stumbled across what to do by accident rather than actually carving out a path and following it. Well, mine seemed to be arguing with each other. There was a couple that moved into one of the houses and that was the house that ended up being on fire. And it, I think it was caused by them being constantly mad at each other, uh, which then, you know, escalated into a, an uncontrollable fire that then blew up three houses. I didn't really have any understanding of how to intervene and to manage that situation. And actually, when they set the house on fire, I tried to evict them. And that didn't seem to do much in terms of quelling the problem. And we said there as well, you you said about these these couple that were always rowing. And that was because every time you interacted with a character, there's a panel up in the top right corner of the screen that has a, a brief... Um, FMV animation that plays it very much in the vein of the intricate scene of theme hospital quite chunky cartoony graphics mm. and I think that's where the game I said about humor in the first half the I think that's where the game tried to get a lot of the humor in but when you click on the character and there's a, a brief clip 
two, three second clip of a man holding up a phone to his head and saying, what do you want now? Like, that's not particularly funny. And the, the clips of the, I said that the, the representation of the, the slobs as, as I believe they're called in game or in the manual, perhaps, I don't remember seeing it referenced as such in the game. But the little cutscene of there's a, a man and a woman and the man's not got any hair and the woman's juggling two babies. Um, there's a there's a lot of um, dispersions being cast there that I think are unfair and also As, not aspersions. Aspersions. Yes, you're right. There's a lot of aspersions being cast there that I don't think are necessary or even funny. So mm. yeah, I mean the the intro cutscene. I've said about the hospital. The intro cutscene to the hospital is still funny. The intro cutscene to this, you've got a, a shady mafia type who is putting a construction worker in the ground and tipping a load of cement over him and burying him, leaving yeah. him for dead. I mean, that's not funny. It's grim. <laughs> well, yeah. To, to potato, potato and all that. Is there anything you want to say about the game? Because uh, I've, I'll be honest. Not I've really, no. Kind that, of and that's the it problem. It, it's, yeah, exactly. It's um, It's not it's not really made an impact and that is perhaps the problem i was really hoping based on what i said in the first half this kind of theme hospital dungeon keeper evil genius sim city 3000 mm. they were my touch points so i was going through my notes thinking that it was borrowing elements from all those games and i thought oh wow those are all games i like and no just no, no. yeah sadly so, as you found out while we are talking in the first half, um, Constructor 2 was announced back in early 98. So, literally as this game was being released, they announced Constructor 2. Yep, it's coming out. We're going to work on it. And they, the game was going to feature you developing a wasteland on an alien planet, which, as I said, was the original idea for Constructor way back in 1990. Um, so, Constructor 2 being worked on 1998. In 1999 a second game in the series, so not Constructor 2, a, a, a sub-game, Constructor 1.5, you can maybe call it, came out, so it's called Mob Rule, or Constructor Street Wars, or Street Wars Constructor Underworlds, depending on where you live. That came out in yeah. 1999, and brought the Mafia aspect to the fore, set in America in the 1920s, but from the screenshots I could see online, it's it's the same chunky, cartoony FMV style, so I don't think it's serious. Uh, representation mm. of those that's currently available on steam and good games for a fiver so not particularly expensive the the price of this one is around the same sort of price as well five pounds just to put that out there as well so that came out in 1999 constructed two announced 1998 and then nothing nothing else happened or was said about constructor for over a decade until 2010 when this game constructor was released on the playstation 3 and psp via the playstation network only in europe so that happened. And then in 2013, a HD remake was announced, which then had delay after delay after delay and was eventually released in 2017. So a full 20 years after the game initially came out. That game is called Constructor Plus. And Constructor Plus, the HD remake, is available for PC, PlayStation 4, Switch and Xbox One at the time of recording. PC is £25. The other consoles range between £16 and £20 as well. And when they released that, System 3 said that um, Constructor 2, which has now been retitled as Constructor Space, was still in the works. So 20 years after first being announced, yet we're still working on it, still working on it. And they said that if the Constructor HD remake was successful, then they'd continue working on Constructor Space. And nothing else has been said since then. So 
that's the situation that we're in with that. That's so fine. That means that the purchaser or the public is in the unusual, perhaps, position of having two iterations of this game. You've got Constructor Plus, the HD remake from 2017, or the original that we've played today, which has now got the rather clunky title of Constructor Classic 1997, which I think is... Mm is clunky but i think is necessary to differentiate but i also think it's quite good that they've got both the original and the remake available we did boulder's gate a couple of weeks ago and we had to download uh, to buy the the proper remake of that i don't think the original is available Mm, no no so uh yeah Uh, and if after our uh if this episode if you do uh, if you are interested, as I said, Constructor Plus is on PC £25. This original one is £5, but it's regular on sale. We picked it up on sale for £1.20. Was it £1.20 well spent? No. <laughs> no, I don't think I it would, was either. I wouldn't want to... I'd prefer to have that money back. Right. Sadly, Steam doesn't work like that, does it? It does. Oh. Y- you could you could get your money back if you've played it for less than two hours. Can you? Yeah. There you go. So we have we have <laughs> got something out of this whole experience. Well, I already knew that. Well, so you've got right. something out of this whole experience. Hooray! Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's that. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you've enjoyed, possibly, us talking about Constructor. Um, if so, come let us know on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And like, share, subscribe, rate, and review as well, please. Yes, please. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.